We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DGD Podcast. As always, Robert Reynolds. Got a lot to talk about. I think it's a lot of expectations and a preview of the scrimmage Saturday, first scrimmage of fall camp. It's always a true telltale sign. And what other way to do it than, than talking about, right, just, you know, a lot of different things, right? You're going to see a lot of firsts uh, for freshmen, right, looking at different situations. Uh, we're going to talk about that. So with that being said, first things first, we're going to give a shout out to our sponsor, first sponsor of the night, Apotheos, Apotheos Roastery. Kennesaw, Georgia, 30 years of crafting brew or uh, coffee experience. Um, located in Kennesaw, like I said, uh, use our website, dgdpodcast.com, or scan the QR code. Take you to their uh, take you to their selection. Listen, that triple C dark blend, mm, good stuff. Uh, 20% of each bag that you purchase using our link or that QR code will go towards the Classic City Collective as well uh, because they are the official coffee and cold brew partner of the Classic City Collective. 
make sure to give them a shout out. Go give them a follow. Uh, you see the socials here at Apotheos Roastery on Instagram, at Apotheos Coffee on Twitter, or whichever you choose. Go give them a follow. Let them know we sent you. Uh, great coffee. Great folks. Thanks, uh, Apotheos. Now, with that being said, I right, a lot to take away from this first scrimmage, right? Fall camp's been going pretty, you know, pretty balls to the wall so far, and that's what you want to hear, right? Georgia's trying to three-peat. So some of the things I think that I, we need to focus on, um, you know, some of these position battles, right? We'll start with the quarterback position. I'm more focused on the backup quarterback position at this point, um, just due to the fact that, you know, Carson has established himself as, right, the guy, in my opinion. Um, that's just my thoughts. But when it comes down to Brock and Carson, or excuse me, Brock and Gunner, who is going to create some headway there? And I think that's going to be a, a pivotal factor there for, you know, for Saturday uh, moving forward as well. Um, so it all starts with the quarterback position. However, right, there's other positions as well. And I think another one, um, you know, the running back room. I think we have to keep in mind uh, current injuries, things like that, who you're going to see, who you're not going to see. And, you know, honestly, you start to look at, you know, you start to look at guys like Cash Jones. Like, will, will he legitimately get a shot to play this year? Uh, I think you're going to see him, obviously, in the, in the scrimmage. But when it comes down to it, right, you're looking at guys, Andrew Paul. Is he able to do these things uh, coming out of the boot to start the fall camp, right? Is he going to run? How's he going to look? Um, just a lot of different, you know, just a lot of different things. Um, that's pretty, you know, pretty pretty important, right, for this uh, season moving forward. Uh, you know, receiver, right? You look at the receivers. Um, who's go Are we going to see some consistency there? Right? You've got Lab McConkey looking like Lab McConkey. Uh, you know, Dominic Lovett, right? There's so many receivers that we can talk about. Who's going to step up? Who's going to be, you know, showing the consistency that we need to play this season, right? And it all starts Saturday, right? You've got these practices coming up, but now you've got the scrimmage. Obviously, I think you look at the second scrimmage being the telltale. But when it comes down to it, I do think the uh, the first scrimmage is pretty telling sign as well. You can kind of get a feel for Right, you look at the, the um, who who starts where, different things like that. Um, tight ends, right? I think everybody knows Brock Bowers is going to Brock Bowers this thing, but at the same time, what is Oscar Dove going to look like? Pierce Sperlin, Lawson Lucky, things like that. As we welcome Keon onto the show, my guy, what's going on, boss man? How are you? How you living, my guy? I'm glad I'm to living, have. Living glad well. to be here. Living well. We're talking about this first scrimmage and what to look for. I want to ask you this. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for Saturday, right? We're not going to be able to watch it, but we're going to get, you know, we're going to hear about it. And what are you looking mm -hmm. forward to seeing or hearing from, I guess you could say? Uh, what I'm looking for is effort. Uh, I'm looking for guys to truly take these reps serious. I mean, which isn't anything new for us because you know you got to you got to practice like a champion to play like a champion, and as the back-to-back -back champions, I think that's that's a place of which we are excelling. But uh, honestly, just watching guys go through the motions, um, 
from what I, I heard, it's going to be our first full padded practice that you're going to really get to hear a lot about. Not just going to be regular reps, but uh, they're just going to go through the motions. And I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I know that there's been a couple practices that are in full pads already, but this is your first, right? Like, what feels like game experience, right? Mm -hmm. Against each other. So a full padded, full practice, right? More than likely going to be taken to the ground, right? Like, I would assume. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hear more about that for sure. Um, but I, I think it's, you know, we, we talked about the – we, we talked about the start of fall camp and what that means, right, in regards to the football season. But I think there's a little extra, you know, importance behind this first scrimmage, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I was speaking on earlier was, you know, just looking at position battles, things like that, right? Like I, one of my things I think is going to be interested to see is the backup quarterback position. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we, we've discussed this. I think you look at Carson Beck being the guy, right? I think that's just what's going to happen. But that still leaves a good chance for guys, right? Like an opportunity to see who can, you know, you know, can Gunner close in right on that backup spot, or does, or does Brock take over and, you know, create that separation on that backup role? Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, what do you expect to see there? I'm, I'm expected to see him at full speed, man. Uh, that's that's honestly. That's just really my biggest thing when it comes to like even just our tight end room. Uh, we got a couple of guys out there that are that are really making way with Lawson Lucky, whether it be Pierce Sperlin, like <laughs> Oscar Delp. We know what Brock Bowers can do. Um, honestly, just ready to see him go through the motions yet again. First real game like feel to it, but uh, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Yeah. What about I'm, yourself? Well, you know, I, I know I was starting to talk a little bit. I think you, there's something to look at in every position, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was talking about the backup quarterback position. I was talking about what our running back room looks like, who's going to step up and take, uh, you know, dominance over that, right, with the injuries that are currently there. Uh, obviously, with Branson and Kendall, you know, resting up for the season starts, things like that. 100%. Well, so who's, you know, I'm kind of interested to see what Andrew Paul looks like if he gets run. Right. I think that's going to, you know, obviously be telling. And, and listen, folks, if you're if you're not familiar with this name, do yourself a favor and get acquainted. I will leave it there. Definitely check his huddle. Got to go for him. Heavy, uh, you know, local da Dallas native, Dallas native uh, Andrew Paul. I think he's really going to take I think he's going to take some really good steps moving forward. I mean, yet again, if you're not familiar with him, please do yourself a favor. Get yourself some popcorn and just watch his huddle. And uh, you'll, you'll understand why we're we're really excited to see to see him in full motion moving forward. I'm curious. To, I'm curious to know if anyone knew um, that he was getting a lot of the, the hype and the discussion and more reps than Branson was uh, before he tore his ACL last year. This time, mm -hmm. you know, in, in 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 the camps and stuff. Um, so, you know, if, if you're waiting for it, maybe maybe Saturday's situation where you get to see him some run, you know, get to see run. And if that's the case, I am all for that. Chase White, what is going on, sir? How are you? Welcome to the brigade. What's going on, Chase? Welcome to the brigade. Um, you know, talk about receiver. I want I want to see right outside of Lab McConkey, right, and and probably love it as well. Mm -hmm. who, who separates themselves with consistency, you know, just going from there? What I mean, what are your thoughts? What are your expectations on that? 
I mean, taking those guys out, I mean, of course, uh, we got some young guys. I'm really excited to see what they, they can do. Yazid Haynes, uh, my personal favorite, I'm a little bit biased, Anthony Evans. Uh, I mean, hell, even with guys like Tyler and, and CJ, like our, our room is, it's impressive. And I'm really excited to see what some of these young guys can really do, get themselves in the swing of things. Uh, I, I would say just, just understand for the people that are, that are going to be reading through, you know, watching some of the videos of some of the guys that are going to be reporting on it. Keep in mind, our defense is faster than most. So most take that. Yeah, I'm trying most. to be nice. I'm just trying to be nice. Cause if I was being honest, I'm saying we faster than everybody. Y'all need to catch up, but I'm being modest, being modest this time. Modesty. Namaste. Uh, <laughs> I'm, saying, I, I'm saying that, like, keep that in mind when it comes to our defense uh, to see how these wide receivers work, to find out how they work. Um, when you hear of guys really creating that separation, truly understand that they're running against the best of the best. Yeah, I'm looking at it this way too, right? Like while you were 100% right, I'm going to say we're the fastest defense in the country. I'll do that. I'll, I'll do yeah. it. I'll make yeah. that bold proclamation. I'm uh, just going to leave that there. Uh, you know, but at the same time, right, like, you know, we, we talked about the receivers, right? I think tight ends going to be interesting, right? Like who, like, you know, what does, what does Delp's role look like? I think you're still going to see a lot of these guys get split out and, and, and run as a receiver, even if, even if Delp's up to like probably 240, 250, right? Like that's going to be fun to watch. But, you know, I think along the offensive line, I think this is where things are going to get juicy. Things are going to get juicy here. I'll just leave that there. Um, you know, there's a good chance you might see uh, Mims just dominate. <laughs> And, and that's and you know, listen, Mims is a physical freak. I'm, I, that's about as easy and polite as I can put it. That dude is just a monster. Uh, you know, doing the right tackle thing. I'm curious to see if he gets reps at left tackle, just to see if yeah. he's still comfortable with it. Um, you know, Ernest Green. The good thing about Ernest is he's comfortable at left. Right, he's more comfortable at left than he is right, and and that's a good sign. Um, you know, especially with how Ernest is uh, coming along. Uh, you know, that's that's a key sign, especially for Carson Beck, keeping him upright. Uh, you know, the interior of the offensive line, there's no question there. I mean, you're, you're too deep is legit and could start for most teams in the country. Uh, and not I mean, everybody. Uh, yeah, well, I ain't going to say everybody because I think you look at, like, I mean, Alabama, I think it's going to have a solid offensive line. I think you look at Michigan, even though we, even though we laugh at Michigan, I think they're still going to have a solid offensive line. Um, 100%. But at the same time, I mean, like our, two, our, our, our twos – in the interior offensive line, let me be more specific there just to make sure. But th those guys are those guys are NFL guys as well. So our offensive line, I'm curious to see if our defensive line, what they do against that offensive line. And if, if there's a situation where if it's a stalemate or right, like one side of the trenches dominates the other, could, how much do you take away from that? Yeah. Um, the ability or the – non-ability for us to to run the ball um not to say that that's gonna happen but you know just yet again preparing the audience for whatever may come uh because people are gonna get a lot of articles out they're gonna get a lot of feelings and and uh takes on it but honestly i just think 
really pay attention to the key positions. Keep paying ten- pay attention to the key uh, interior offensive linemen. Uh, look at D line. I would say focus more along our our corners when it comes to really trying to have an open mind uh, to what they're going to be saying once this once the practice goes through. Yes, I think Chase brings us a good transition point here. Um, you know what? So Chase, so Chase White brings up a good point, saying uh, he thinks in the scrimmage the D line. Uh, may not look as well, and more so specifically the interior. I, I kind of agree with that, right? I think, I, again, a part of it is me thinking that the interior of the offensive line is just elite. Like, yeah. those, like It's insane how good those guys are, especially the three, the two guards in the center combo. Like It's it's nasty. But at the same time, you know, I, I think I think you're going to see some guys shine. I, I do. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and we'll make our predictions in a little bit, but I mean, there's just too many guys right now to rotate, and I think somebody's going to have a good good scrimmage. I, I just think so. Whether it be Stackhouse, I think it could be Stackhouse. We'll see, though. Uh, Stackhouse, Lowe, Brinson, right? Uh, Walthour, all those guys, right? And then you get to see freshman Jordan Hall. You get to see Jamal Jarrett, Big Ja, right? Like, yeah. see how he handles, the, how they handle things, right? It's freshman first scrimmage. You know, hopefully, guys, I'm looking at. Guys, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, potentially Damon Wilson. Um, really, just... yeah. No, nah, you, you you tell me, Damon Wilson, boy, my ears just perk up. That's just what it does. The kids, I'm telling, get special, man. That <laughs> first that that, fir- that first step is insane. Listen, I can I can I can about assure you that Chad Lindbergh wants no part of him at this point. If 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 what I if my correlation of what I saw at G Day happened, man, like, and I'm not listen again. I'm not going to sit here and and trash talk Chad Lindbergh. I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing no, that. No, of course not. I'm just letting you know he's he was just a guinea pig for what that elite first step looks like. And yeah, what that means is sorry for sorry for having him on our team to everyone that we play. I, I just think it's coming. I mean, yeah, it's it's about to be insane once once we really get into the swing of things. But uh, yeah, no, you're right. Um, I'm excited to see what what Stackhouse. Um, I mean, honestly, Jamal Jarrett, just like you mentioned, like how's Big Jaw finna finna look in this? I'm I'm really excited. Think, to see well, it. I, I think with I think the, the question with Jamal is coming off of the injury when he so he he got some stuff cleared up. Uh, when he got to Georgia, which kind of pushed him back from a conditioning standpoint, things like that. I think for me, if, I, if I'm looking at Jamal this weekend, I'm looking at how he's handling, right, like mm-hmm. the, the fatigue and the exhaustion. I see where he's at there. I mean, like he, it's going to take him a little bit to get up to speed because of the foot injury, right, kind of limits you from doing things. So mm-hmm. I think the key is just getting him in shape fast, see, how, see where he's at there. Uh, I mean, he's going to get some run, right? Just how can you handle it? Because if he makes the field, people are going to look at that and try to tempo him. That's just what they did with Jordan Davis, right? You have to assume the same thing. So, you know, it's it's on Jamal to, right, to get into the conditioning that he needs and as fast as they can make it happen. Not not knocking the kid, right? He got like I said, injuries happen, and it needs some stuff cleared up from when he was a senior in high school. Got it done. Now it's just time to catch back up. And, and and trust me, if you know Coach Trill and and company's gonna get his ass in shape, as long with everybody else, man. Like we listen, 
Georgia runs more than anybody in the country. I, yeah, I, that's, I, I would say that's a fact. That is say. a fact. I mean, honestly, Chase, Chase brings I'm, up a Chase brings up a really good point though. Um, Christian Miller is a name that I haven't brought up yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Make a good push this fall. Listen, he had a good G day. So I'd Definitely like to see some more. Sponsors. I'd like to see. I'd like, I think I think it'll be nice to see continued improvement there um, in the development. I, I think that's the key thing too. Yeah, um, see, I mean, he did have a good G day. I thought he had a good one. I I did too, and honestly, uh, I'm just excited to see what he he brings to the to the game this year. Uh, there's a couple of guys, man. I'm there's a lot. I'm excited to see. Uh, Aguero, man, Aguero, that's, man, look, this, I'm, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the opposing teams that are on our schedule and that might potentially see us in playoffs. This is about to get worse for you. It's going to be great for us. Worse for you, though. Um, good, well spoken right there. Philosophy. Philosophy. Let's you know what I'm saying? Philosophy. Philo- philosophy. philosophy. Yeah. Philosophy. It's like Jalabin. Philo- 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 Same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I do want to touch on some linebackers. I see Chase in the comments talking about some uh, some secondary, but I want to get to this first. And you brought it up. I want to, I want to see – I want to hear Saturday yeah. just yeah. how, just how yeah. much improvement – Xavier and Sori has come. How far along he's come? Because it's from the sounds of things, and what we saw at G Day, they're the last time we actually got to see live scrimmage, if you will. I thought he looked good. Yeah, and it's and, and things coming out of right, uh, things coming out of camp and, and words coming out of camp saying he's he's understanding things now, and, and I think that is the sign for him to take advantage of the opportunity, right, with Smile Mondev being down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously you got Pop and Smile coming in, but at the same time, if Xavier and Sori can take advantage of this opportunity, there's a good chance that he rotates in and, and plays a lot too. And, and that's mm-hmm. going to be crucial for his development, 100%. 100%. 100% agree. Getting him in there to take a, a lot of value snaps and honestly putting him in the best position to make plays. Yet again, I do think, because uh, I was reading those some of those similar articles of him, you know, starting to make more sense. He's getting a, a very firm understanding. And I think just with the guy he was, with the guy he is, I think he'll be able to, you know, step in and, and make an impact. Yeah, Chase says he's been ready. I, I think a lot of it, though, Chase, with albeit wanting some injury and stuff, I think a lot of it, too, was him understanding the playbook. That the, that playbook defensively is kind of complex. Uh, um, you know, we, we take it for granted that N'Kobe and, and Pop really grasped that and ran with it. Like It's not it's not easy what it sounds like, man. So, um, you know, I think Chase also brings up two other names, right? Two freshmen, C.J. Allen, Raylan Wilson. Oh, can we, can we just look? Raylan Wilson showed me in the spring game how insanely fast this guy is. I mean, it's it's honestly remarkable. We watch him completely try to catch a pitch. What was it? It was a pitch to the outside, to the right side, and just shot through the – I think he came through the B gap 
and was of course he missed the play, but it's like, oh, oh my yeah, god, you saw you saw the flashes of speed there. I mean, if you think about it, there, man, like, and we're about to get to this guy in just a second too. <clears throat> but Raylan was a benefactor of a, a deflection for mm-hmm. pick six in G Day too, and like if you just watch that, like that second team defense, right, with Raylan and. I mean, you're looking at Damon. You're looking, you know, you're looking at Damon Wilson. You're looking at Impemba. Right? Mm-hmm. You're looking at all these guys, right? C.J. Allen, Raylan Wilson, just ridiculous, ridiculous speed. Just absolutely. You, you talked about this earlier. This this team is one of the fastest in the country, and it's not just the ones, guys. It's the twos. It's the threes. It's all accumulated. <laughs> it's layered. It's it's, 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 it's layered. a summation. It, it's just overall just. They just make fast people look not fast. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, we saw it at G-Day. I think you're going to see it again. The thing about it, though, this time is when these guys get run this time, this Saturday, they're going to have a little bit more of an understanding of the playbook, too. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that right there, I want to see which, you know, I'd like to hear which guys seem to be just playing more naturally rather than trying to overthink things. Right. Like it'll tell you who's grasping the playbook and where they're at with grasping the playbook and understanding it. Because it, obviously, you know, you sit there and you, you can play slow because of overthinking it. It, just, it happens. So if you're Honestly. sitting there, if you're playing fast, I mean, you know, look at Nicobe Dean. I'm going to use this as an example. The guy knew the playbook and he just re- instinctually reacted and, and he was making play after play, just moving first, all these things like that. I want to see where these guys are, especially the freshmen, on where they are with understanding the playbook. Also, when it comes down to it, the regular season, I guarantee you they'll see some playing time too, which will only help moving forward. It will. It has 100%. to help. Honestly, I mean, it, it helps with their development. Honestly, they get to showcase their talents, and and uh, especially with with CJ and Raylan. I mean, point of attack for these guys is nuts. It is absolutely nuts. So just like I keep saying, you know, we're just we are going to outpace teams. And it's it's honestly about to be bully ball. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Can we speed past these next 20 something days? Listen, 24 days. Speaking of my guy, no, Sean, my, you know my, my favorite dog, right? My favorite dog, no, Sean. Um, you, you talk about bully ball, right? Got to be careful. You might get an Alabama fan in here. You got to be careful. It might be all they got. But so let's let's do this. Let's talk about the secondary, and we'll start where you wanted to talk about. And that's Jonah Aguero. Jonah Aguero is going to play a lot this season as a freshman. Honestly, honestly, just gonna leave that there. Is a big tear. What? I don't know what that means. Big tear. Chase White says big tear. I don't know what that means. Shout outs to them. Yeah, or them. Big. Oh. T- I wonder if he's saying big tier. Welcome to welcome to English. One right. Um. Yeah. No. In all seriousness, though, I think you know Chase also brings a good one. Speed to power is crazy. Um, you know, speaking of in the in the secondary, right? We're looking at Kamari Lasseter more than likely not going to be uh, practicing in the scrimmage, which mm-hmm. opens up opportunities for these guys behind them. Got a bunch of guys. Right, who's trying to fight for the second cornerback spot? Right, that's the big, you know, that's the big battle there. Uh, who's going to be the? Who's going to? You know, are they going to rotate in CB one, CB two, or, you know, how does that? How does that work? It'll be interesting to hear about. But I also think 
there's a way for these guys to create separation between that battle. And I think the consistency has got to be here Saturday for them. And that's, I mean, you're looking at, you're looking at Dalen Everett, you're looking at um, Julian Humphrey, right? Nolan Green, right? Um, Justin Red's another guy that uh, Chase brought up earlier. AJ Harris, right? Like there's a lot of these guys that are fighting for that second cornerback spot. Who stands out the most this Saturday? I want to see who, you know, is it making flash plays? Is it being consistent? Let's hear about that. I think that's, you know, obviously after one scrimmage, you're not going to hear a ton. And honestly, right, we might see just more rotation. Don't really know. But, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see who who creates some separation and who stands out this Saturday. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I mean, if, if you're asking who I think is going to win that spot, I mean – I like Julian Humphrey's chances, but it's it's a tight race. I'm really excited to see how that's going to really showcase itself because then you're giving, of course, the younger guys to uh, – they're giving their opportunity for them to rotate in, get some valuable reps. See, that's, that's the biggest thing. With us rotating as many as we do, it, it helps us when it comes to these moments because now anybody at any level, when you get to the back half of the season – they all got experience. That stage fright stuff is already gone and over with. But I'm I'm excited to see who it will be. Yeah, if, I mean, we'll, and like I said, we're going to make predictions later. Um, but I do think, you know, this secondary battle is just getting started, and it's a good one. It's a really good one. It's a good problem to Honestly. have, I think. Um, let's move back. Rich into people the, problems. Rich people problems. First world problems for sure. Um, let's talk. Let's talk back half of the secondary safeties and star. This is where your guy's going to show up. Tyke Smith, looking mm-hmm. back to his former self, right, at the star position. I think, mm-hmm. you know, from what it sounds like, he's looking like the Tyke Smith from West Virginia days, right, where he was All-American. Uh, if you pair that with Jono Guerrero, who's getting streamlined and getting a ton of run, and, by the way, dude looks like he is like a chiseled Adonis, um, just like a sculptured freak almost. Um Expect them to rotate, and and that's a that's a deadly combination. That's like a lethal weapon type combination there. Like I don't even I don't know how to handle that. Like based off Tyke Smith, what we know that he can do because Tyke had some good plays at G Day as well. But sure then, did. But then Jonell though that closing speed on Anthony Evans was insane, blowing nice. up the, blowing up plays behind the line of scrimmage. There's a reason why he's getting trying to get pushed onto the field and going to be playing a lot, and it's things like that. So you know that that star combination is about to be absolutely downright disgusting. I'm looking forward to it. I'm honestly looking forward to it. Chase Chase brings up a good point though. It says Tyke better stay healthy or Aguero will start for sure. I mean, yes, I think that's yeah. with any. I think that's with anybody, but when it comes down to it. You're going to have to not only stay healthy, but you're going to have to play your best ball all year. Every snap. That's just my feeling on it. Like, I mean, listen, as a as a, as a a freshman, you expect some mistakes, right? That's fair. 100%. You're going to get that. But pure speed will push away deficiencies and mistakes. You have a better shot at, right, like getting away with it. Um, but no, I, I think I think that's going to be a deadly combination. I think Tyke plays. Listen, Tyke, if he stays healthy, will be he he'll be in the running for a, 
I think you could see him in an All-American, maybe a third team or something, depending upon how things go. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, honestly, do. Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Honestly. I'm ready to see, you know, for what it's worth, I am also ready to hear this combo in the back, right, with Starks and, and, and Bullard, uh, Bullard. That's, whew, man, it's crazy to think that Bullard's your star last year, moves back to safety, probably a better fit at safety, which also opens up Taiki and now Aguero. It's, like I said, you're going to see some rotation on this defense, and it's going to be scary in the back half. <laughs> that secondary is about to be stupid. <laughs> Javon Bullard, a.k.a. the human bullet. It's He's moving downhill fast. Oh, there's, into- people that, there's people that know. <laughs> I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Yeah. Do you think we see any special teams, man? Like, for what it's worth, do you think Thorson or – you know, I know this goes over this goes overlooked, but we do have to replace Pod Lesney, right? Mm-hmm. So, so keep in mind, you know, you've got you've got Zirkle, right? But then you've also got Peyton Woodring as well. I'm, I'm curious to see how these guys go because let's be honest, while we don't expect to to be in a dogfight where field goals matter, you never want to be in a situation where you don't have a reliable kicker. When you need it. Yeah, you know, especially if you're looking for a guy who can just line it up from any hash mark and kick it right dead center. Because you don't want it to be a situation where you really need him and you're in a wide left or a wide right. I'm with you there. Um, you know, Chase brings up a good point. He said he would love to see Aguero stay at safety and move David Daniel Sisavant to the backup star. I say yes, but I say no at the same time because star is so important. Star, you want to get guys that are good in run support, which I think David is good at run support, but you also have to cover. And if, if I'm looking at it right now, Jono Aguero is too talented to keep off the field. Honestly. Like, David Daniel's a good, good defender. I'm not going to say he's not. There are some questions about his tackling, which scares me when, I, when he hits somebody. But nonetheless, you know, when you put in the, in the star, right, the star is the most important position in this defense. Um, yeah, I mean, so again, like I said, Aguero's too good not to be on the field, so you put him at star. Rotate 100%. You could see David Daniel being the backup safety for what it's worth. I think you look at David. I think you look at David and, and Dan maybe as your backup safeties. You know what I mean? I feel comfortable with that. Right and put you know put put David in, in a situation where he can help with run support because to some degree he is somewhat of a liability at times and that's okay. I mean you, it's just scary because it's at the safety position, right? Yeah. Um, you know, fortunately our defensive line helped us where we didn't necessarily need to get you know or get a chance to truly get exposed for what it's worth. Um, you know, in the in that secondary. But I, I think with how, how much faster that we just got at our corner position, I don't think that we're in a lot of those circumstances, regardless of who we put back there anyway. I think it's just, I mean, overall, this defense, man, when you look at it, though, from what we've heard so far, what we saw at G-Day, right? And that's in G-Day, you got to understand, G-Day was so far away from this point. So there's a lot of development that's occurred in that time, right? Mm-hmm. With me looking at it this way, I think – you know, it, it's hard to tell, Keon. It's hard to tell how well 
we're going to do against other teams because all we've seen is us against us. Mm-hmm. And at G-Day, at G the offensive line had their way. But the secondary got torched, right, because the defensive line couldn't do much. I don't see that being the case against everybody else, though. No, I don't either. I just don't. I just don't. I think, you know, I want to, I want to get your reflection on this since it's it's been a while. But what were your overall takeaways from G-Day? Because for what it's worth, us as fans, we have to understand that there's going to be a significant level of progression between G-Day and what we're expecting to hear from Saturday. I do think that we can see if there's any correlation or any, you know, any kind of, I wouldn't, I would say uh, constant, uh, constant, uh, you know, anything that stays constant, right? So, mm-hmm. what are your overall takeaways from G Day? And what, what, you know, and kind of, we'll kind of tie that in moving forward, but I want to get your overall thoughts on G Day, what you saw. Uh, I mean, I do agree. I do felt, I did feel like the offensive line was having their way. I think Carson Beck has also solidified himself as our starter. Um, I do think when it comes to our secondary though, or honestly our front seven, I watched a lot of things that I think you're right. We need to compartmentalize all of what we have seen from G day and what we're going to hear from practice. We need to compartmentalize all of this. Everybody needs to understand we are not going up. To be honest with you, during the regular season, we're not going up against us. We're not going up against the level of competition of us. I do. Yeah. We want. I, I do understand that you do want to see like progress throughout each and every level, but also understand like our defensive line is not going to see another offensive line like what they see in practice. I think it's a good point to bring up here. Chase has a good point. He thinks the offense will have their way in most games due to the fact they're just seasoned and mature in most positions, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a testament there, right? Um, you know, I expect the I expect the you know I expect the offense to to do well. Um, you know what it'll look like, right? Whether you know we're about to get it into our predictions here, but <clears throat> we'll go by and and do a prediction. Maybe we'll do a prediction for every every situation, every room, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's get switched into that. But first things first, let's do our shout out to our second sponsor of the night, and that's Alumni Hall, folks. Uh, located in Athens, ten minutes away from the stadium, uh, get you some licensed apparel, right? Nike, Peter Millar, Cutter and Go Buck. cop the Pegasus. The Pegasus forties are still there. Get them while you can. Scan the QR code. Or go to dgdpodcast.com, click shop on the drop down, send you right to Alumni Hall, check them out, get you some stuff because it's game day, folks. 24 days until mm-hmm. Georgia straps up and goes up against UT Martin. 24 days, so that means 24 days, get you some stuff ready for game day and check out Alumni Hall doing the process. Just going to leave it there. Just leave it there. Got to get a new visor. Got to get mm-hmm. a new visor. Mm-hmm. Lost the last one. Alumni Hall. Hey, and they got your Nike advisors as well, so keep that in mind. Um, let's let's do this. Let's let's do predictions, Keon. Anyway, well, I'll let, I'll let you start. What are your predictions for the quarterback room? Uh, are you talking about just the order, or I mean, I mean, we can. I mean, just overall overall predictions. That's 
overall predictions. I think you're going to see, uh, I mean, at least from Carson Beck, you're going to see uh, more consistency out of him. I think you're going to see them ge him gelling more with the wide receivers. Uh, I'm really excited to see how his deep ball looks. I'm really, because one of the things I like about him is his ball placement. So, you know, off of the deep ball, I'm, I'm really excited to see how that's going to look. Um Oh, go dogs, go dogs. I'm sorry, I was reading the comments. Um, Gunnar Stockton. I'm excited to see how he because he has more of a Stetson feel to me. I that maybe I'm crazy, but there's boy, just boy, just gunslinger. What feels like, don't it? Yeah, man, it's just it's just crazy. But uh honestly, to me, it's his touch. I'm really excited to see how he goes about like just hitting the intermediates. Over unders, uh, curl routes as as well. Um, Brock Vandergriff, same thing. I want to see how he moves around in the pocket. I, I feel like for me, I don't know. I feel like he he doesn't get an, enough movement around with his feet throughout the pocket. I mm -hmm. feel like he'll he'll get a certain angle and he'll kind of try to stay there. But as far as the quarterbacks, that's what I'm looking forward to see. I think Harry brings up a good point here, too, before we transition over to the running backs. Uh, he says, just saw the alert. What's up, dogs? Right. Uh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of alerts, man, if you want to get if you want to get notified when we go live, just ring that bell, folks, on YouTube. Right. Like, follow, subscribe. You get notified when we go live. That way you can tune in and listen to this dog talk. I'm just going to keep it there, too. Um, let's talk about this running backs, man. Right. Kendall Milton going to be out. I'll give you my prediction here and see what you think. Um I think Dejon Edwards. Dejon Edwards is going to show his elusiveness out of the backfield, but I think overall, this is just my prediction here. I think Andrew Paul has the day. If he if he if he's if he's able to go, give it a go. He has. I think he has the best day as a running back. Honestly, I I really do agree. Uh, just like I was telling you earlier, really high on Andrew Paul. I think Edwards. Yet again, his elusiveness, just like you said, I mean, he'll shake you right out of your shoes and cross them at the same time. Uh, I think another thing, too, and I think don't forget this name again. We said it Monday. I'm interested to hear how Lynette Whitehead looks. I think he's going to play a role this season, right? I think he will. I'm curious to see what he looks like. And also, you can't forget about my two guys, Savon and, and Cash, right? Cash money records holding it down. He, he's from the nine nines to the two thousands. Yeah, no, I'll play. But uh, that's for a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, I think I think there's a good shot that you see all these guys get some run. I think you know most of these guys need to capitalize on the fact that Branson's still nursing an injury. Kendall's mm -hmm. out for a few weeks. You've got you've got to take advantage of it, right? You've got the offensive line to do so. And now you're going up against the defensive line. I get that, but I do think it's going to be a matter of who separates themselves. And I think the best part to do that is, right, just running the ball and just maybe maybe see some screen game things like that. I want to see the I want to see the the diversity in the running back room. I think that'll be fun to see and hear about. Chase laughs at us for having our old head flashback. Yeah, you know I'm saying, uh, but uh, I, I do, I do think that's going to be interesting as well to see how they capitalize off of the screen game as well. Um, also, shout I want to see pass rounds, pass pro. I want to see what they look like protecting the passer. I think you're going to need that. Uh, yeah, 100. I mean, 
Well, thinking about it this way, right? Especially if Carson's a guy, you're yeah. going to need, you're going to have to have some situations where you got to come in and you got to pass pro because Carson isn't Stetson with his legs like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, in my opinion, I think you have to see who has some good pass block, right? Pass blocking. Um, yeah, let's talk diversity. I need cash to get some reps. He will. I think he will. Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen, if the dude was getting run and scored a, uh, scored against Vanderbilt, scored against, you know, in the TCU game, getting some run, you know he's going to get some run too. Okay. Yet Just again, shout outs to my guy from Brock, Texas, holding it down. Can't wait to see you out there. Cash money, regular holding it. Yeah. From that- <laughs> yeah. But not, All right. Know, Receivers, talk to me about, yeah, talk to me about the wide receivers, my guy. You know, receivers, I'm looking at. I, I want one of these guys to have a big day. And what I, my prediction is, Rara has a good day. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is, is that is so important if that happens because once he gets the playbook, the dude's an X factor. Dude's just an X. <laughs> completely, factor. completely. Like, so you, it's not him. It's not a matter of him being a football player. The dude's catching everything. He's doing the right things as a receiver and as a football player. But get the playbook. It's a little bit different from what it was at Mississippi State. Get that. One hundred percent. My prediction is he has a good day. I'm not saying he he'll have a good day, and I think he'll learn a lot uh, come the scrimmage. If I have to make a prediction, though, I'm going to give the the receiver of the day, if you will. I think the receiver of the day goes to Dominic Lovett. Hmm. Dominic Lovett. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. As Chase um, says, Chase says he says that Ra Ra and Meeks has a good day. Jackson. That's another name that goes under the radar, man. Jackson Meeks. Man. <laughs> Jackson Meeks goes under the radar so much. There's so much depth at the receiver position, man. Like, it's basically just like a crapshoot. You just pick. You know, it's like one of those little claw machines where you just trying to grab something and actually ones that work and so you can get something all the time. That's what it feels like. Man, honestly, I mean, there's there's a couple of the young guys that I'm looking at as well, uh, along with Dylan. I'm, I'm really focused in on Dylan Bell. Uh, I, think, I think that transfers over, man. Him and Beck had some good chemistry these past couple of years. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you watch if you watch in the games, man, like him and him and Dylan have a good chemistry, nice timing and everything. They've got a good understanding of each other. So I'm curious to see if that transfers over. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm, Hold on. Pause oh, and reflect. Pause and reflect here, folks. Hot take. Chase says that Meeks will be the new Kiaris Jackson. Take what are your thoughts on that? I mean, whew, I I I like it. I like it. It's a little spicy. I'm not gonna lie. I think you know what though. I'm gonna I'm gonna counter this, Chase. I think Dylan Bell is the new Kiaris Jackson. Woo! I like it. I like it. Because if you think about We're it, Kiaris, Kiaris, and let me see if uh, Chase, please let me know in the comments if I'm right where you're going this with this train of thought. Kiaris Jackson was that that guy that if you needed a catch, he was gonna make it. Completely. Key key moments, right? The thing about Kiaris, the thing about Kiaris was he was the guy that came in with the clutch moment before the clutch moment. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, look at the Ohio State game. Right? If you come with the Ohio State game, the biggest catch before a Donnie Mitchell catch, like that was a clutch moment, man. Um, yeah, but I, I think what you look at, right? Kier Jackson was that reliable go-to guy, had a chemistry with Setson Bennett, and it, and and if needed to, he would throw it up and get it. I'm telling you, 
Dylan Bell could be that guy, but I also see Meeks. See, Meeks being at the X, though, is what has me pushing away from that slightly. Not saying that that can't be the case, but I just think that Dylan Bell out of that, like, just Dylan Bell, man, there's something about Dylan that's going to be thinking about it. Like they might see him rotate in just to get a, just to get a catch to move the chains or whatever on a, on a second or third down. I like it. Honestly, I do. I, I could see Dylan really taking that next step and, Hey, whenever you need me, boom. In between the I'll scenes. Be, I'll be there. I'll, oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. You this is about to be a great practice. See, we're, we're too, too many. We done brought up Cash Money Records. We done brought up Erica Badu. Some of these some of these people might not know some of these songs, but, man. Welcome to DJ After Dark, folks. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to right. tell you it's going to be great. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Dylan Bell take his next steps. Now, now, the moment that some have been waiting for. How do you think the tight end room is going to look? First things first, we got to talk to our chick guy Chase here. He asked, who will be our clutch big-time play guy? I think you translate this over. Brock Bowers, mm-hmm. unless you're unless the question is specifically for a receiver, not a tight end, but a receiver. Oh, he said thinking A.D. Mitchell, thinking A.D. Mitchell. Hmm. If I had to choose clutch big time play from and the receiver, we can only choose one. See, Harry thinks it's Brock. I I could see that, but I feel like it's an easy take to get out of. Um, Honestly, if I had to choose. Harry Arian could be an answer. Give give me you know what? Give me Marcus Rosemary Jack Saint. I, I think he makes. Listen, do you? I, I know you. There was the flash last year, right? He's made some critical catches, right? Obviously, I'm not going to go too far into detail, but the first one is first catch, right? The first touchdown, Florida game. But then go back to that Tennessee game last season, that two handed or that two ten toes down. In the, in, in the, the back, back of the end in the end zone, like that, like I think I, I mean, we could, I mean, listen, you could literally, I mean, you could say Lad. I think Lad's another easy, easy out for Honestly, this. Honestly, I think that's. Get, yeah. I mean, you could say Love it too. I think Love it would be a good guy, but I think you look at something. If you need a clutch guy, you go to the slot potentially, right? And if that's the case, I think you're looking at Love it. So, so I, I'm gonna say yes to that, but the way how our wide receiving room is set up with so many different playmakers that we have. Um, Marcus, I like that. I really do. I could say, I mean, honestly, you could say Marcus, you could say, I would throw in Dylan Bell, honestly. I honestly would throw in Dylan Bell. I mean, critical moments, critical moments, you're, you're really trying to move the chains. I could really see Dylan Bell, but I, Yet again, I don't disagree with Marcus because yet again, he's made some crazy catches at the back end zone. So, yeah, man, it's it's going to be very interesting. I mean, yeah, it's one of these things where you just have to look at just the plethora of receivers. We're going to find out. We're probably wrong. We're going to figure it out though, right? Come yeah. season time, it'll find, it'll it'll work itself out. Tight end zone prediction for tight ends. Brock Bowers has himself a day, but I think we need to look past Brock Bowers because that's just doing Brock Bowers things. My prediction is 
Oscar Delp will get a receiving touchdown, and it will be down the scene. Just going to leave that there. I mean, it's hard for me to disagree with that. I mean, we've already seen Oscar Delp step up for us in a moment's notice. Yet again, I'll reference the Ohio State Peach Bowl game. Uh, I mean, you watch him step in and and really step up. I, I think this is where he takes that. Yet again, I don't want to keep saying it repetitively, but he takes the next step. Honestly, I'm curious um, to see. I'm curious to see if a block springs, you know, a, a block by Oscar Delp leads to a touchdown because I want to. I think that'll be a correlation of his blocking prowess. Last season, he was more of the receiving guy. I think you're asking him to be more in line. His body is transformed to be and fit that, right? I'm curious to see if he can spring a touchdown because of a, a key block. I'd like to see that, too. I think that'd be fun to see, honestly. Uh, I agree. I agree. Offensive line, do we make a prediction? Uh, easy to do. They dominate. They yeah. dominate. Um, I, I think you see they win the Joe Moore award. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Over under here, guys. Over under three and a half ten yard pile pushes. And what what that means? What that means? The offensive line leads the pile, pushes the pile ten yards or more. Over under three and a half. I'm taking. I'm hammering the over. Boy, if you ain't careful, man, they didn't offense fun push like five times or six times in G Day. Like, yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry says over as well. That right there is a, that right there is the tenacity that you need for a national title winning offensive line. Just gonna yeah. leave that there. Uh, Chase also says over. Uh, transferring this over to the defensive side, defensive line. What are your predictions, Keon? Mike Mikel, I think he comes out and kills it. Um, well, actually, wait, no. I'll say, actually, I'll take Stackhouse. I'll take Stackhouse. I think we have an impressive uh, scrimmage from Stackhouse. Or not scrimmage, but practice from you kind of You kind of took mine away. But D-line of the day, interior defensive line of the day, TID. Notorious. Yeah, mm-hmm. TID gonna have a, T, TID can have himself a, he gonna have himself a season this year. He gonna he gonna have himself a season this year. Uh, Chase White says over or under five picks. I'm going under five picks. I think I think Carson Beck. I think he'll throw one. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the prediction he throws one pick. But I think he has an overall really good day. I just feel confident in this guy, man. Like. I just don't know how to put it. Like, I just feel confident in his ability to pass the ball, right? Like, 100%. I think if you would have switched the picks to the sacks, then we got a good debate right there. Um, even then, I would slam the under on that, though. I, I trust this offensive line too much. <laughs> uh, but, no, interior-wise, man, I think I think, I think think TID is going to have himself a scrimmage. I, I'd, I'd like to see him take that next step and, and get some run, real run like that. Um, moving to the edge, though, what I know you mentioned Michael. Um Give me some more Damon Wilson, folks. Give me some. That first step. That first step. That first step is. We're we're about to do some pretty bad things to people's offensive lines this year. I don't even know. I don't like. There needs to be a TVMA, but on third downs before the snap, pre-snap. Yeah. Might get might you might witness a body getting called. 
Yeah. Like it could get ugly. But um, but I, 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 listen, I think, I think, I, I think Damon Wilson has himself a showing. I, I'd love mm-hmm. to say that. I'd love to say that. I think Jalen Walker's going to be interesting to see. I'd like to hear about him off the edge uh, come Saturday too. Get him in. I'd like to see how he transfers over. Speaking of Jalen Walker, let's move to the linebackers. My prediction is this: Xavier Sori has a real good scrimmage. I agree. I I would go with I would go with Sori. That that um, is a confidence booster. If I've ever heard, if that happens, that is a absolute confidence booster. And if you're a Georgia fan, that is music to your ears because Smile Monday could be out the first couple of weeks. Right, schedule's a gauntlet, folks. So we need we need these guys ready to go. Um, and that's music to our ears. So uh, I'm, I like his chances. I would also say that Raylan and I, I would think Raylan goes crazy. Well, this will be your first experience at Troy Bowles. Yeah. So I'm not going to make a prediction on Troy Bowles, but keep a name. That's your name right there that you want to keep an eye out for um, because it's your first, first, uh, you know, first hearsay. Would it be in a scrimmage environment for him? Because he wasn't at Gita. So. Uh, yeah, obviously that's somebody to watch out for. I like to hear. I want to hear what happens with him. If there's any news out of that, um, any any final thoughts on the linebackers? Uh, no, we're going to see a lot of explosion from our linebackers. I'm really excited to see it. And sorry yet again, I'm man. I'm I'm telling you, I I just can't wait. I can't wait. I'm yeah. fired up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cornerbacks. We'll go cornerbacks and we'll split it. Cornerbacks and safeties. Cornerbacks. I'll let you do your first prediction. Go ahead. Hum- Jalen Humphreys. Julian Humphrey is, is your call. Yeah. Julian Humphreys. I'm going to go out in the cornerback spot. Give me Dalen Everett having the best day. Really? I like that. It wouldn't surprise me if Dylan Green has the best day either. That was my like one A one B. That was that was gonna be my next one. That was gonna be my next one. Yeah, I just listen, man. Dylan's length at corner is real nice. Like it really is. But this is this so this should also be your first time that you see Chris Pill as well. So there, there's another name that you need to keep an eye out for. Uh, Chase says he's going Julio, so he's with you. Hmm. Uh, listen, I, I just, Everett, man, that dude's just a freak, man. I mean, like we all, I mean, there's all a bunch of dogs on that, on that, in that secondary, but like. It's, it's crazy to think about, like, you can really make a serious case for anybody at that position. Like, especially once you get into the DB, when you get into the DB room, that's where it really gets nuts. Cause it's like, oh, I like this guy. I like this guy, but it's like, okay. It's it's you're pulling hairs. You're pulling yep. hairs, honestly. Yeah, he said, I just can't get on the Nylon Green train. I can't. I'll tell uh, you why. I'll tell you why. All aboard. Here's okay. why. Here's why. Kirby rewards effort on special teams. Hundred percent. We know we know which which play I'm talking about specifically on this. Mm-hmm. Like, so keep that in mind. Like, I, I, now listen. I know you look at him being what year three, I think it is now, maybe year four. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but like, uh, this is just another guy that I, I think can, he's going to get it together. I, I just feel it. You don't have to get on there, but the train is, the, it, it's boarding for damn sure. Yeah, I, I got my seat. <sighs> I mean, I bought, I bought first class. What do you think? 
it's going to be I, nice. Chase, so Chase says he's fast and tall, but has his uh, intelligence improved? I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, think about it this way. He's got an opportunity now as well. Like, if you if you go back and look, right, you had Keely Ringo there. You've had these, you know, DBs. You've had Eric Stokes, all these guys. Now is his time. If it's not now, when will it be? And yeah. I think he has to take advantage of it, and I think he will. We'll see what happens ultimately. But I do think that he gets a shot. And, and you might see some rotation in as well. During the season, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But even then, I think he shines this season. I think he has a good season. I do. Uh, safeties. Safeties. I'll let you. I'll let you start on this one too. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let oh, you. Go let first me go on. first. Oh my word. Ooh. Oh my word. Give me Aguero. I think you see him. I want to see his ability if he's out of the star to cover. I want to see him get put into situations where he's forced to cover, and, and that will truly tell. We've seen enough of his – I've already seen enough of his pass support or run support, excuse me. I want to get him into a true pass situation and see how he covers, how – you know, do they pass off well, things like that. My prediction is he has a very good day. I think he gets a pick. I think he gets a pick. And see, this is why I wanted you to go first because I had a feeling that we were pretty much going to say the same thing for that. I mean, like like we said earlier, he's just too talented for you to not have him on the field. Um, I would love to see him in those coverage situations just to see you know him go through the motions and honestly to see if he to see how fluid his hips are when it comes to that. Honestly, yeah, I, you know if 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 it feels like it's low reach of low line fruit, then I'll do something else. I think you look at Starks with two. I think Starks will. I think Starks will force a fumble. I think that'd be that'd be wild as shit. <laughs> yeah, that would be wild as hell. I, that might be too. That might be too hot of a prediction, but I, I think you see Starks really. I think you see. I think you see Starks take the next step in the run support. I know Javon Bullard is good for that as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at you look at you look at um. You look at Starks as more of your ball hawk, and that's fair. But I do think if if you're trying to develop him to be the best safety that Georgia's ever had, and he's on track to do that potentially, keep that in mind, um, he has to get into the run support as well. And I want to see him close lanes. Right, We saw what Chris Smith did. I want to see that. I want to see him do that. I, Javon Bullard will do that. I know he will. I want to see Starks will do it, though. If Starks can do that and get in on the run support like that, as a sophomore, watch out. Yeah, it's, it's going to get dangerous. It's going to get dangerous, man. I'm really excited overall. Yet again, everybody, to everybody that's listening, temper your expectations. Our offense is not going to see a defense like this. Our defense, you're probably not going to see this much speed on it when it comes to offense during the regular season. Temper the expectations, people. Understand, you're about to see a, a real – you're about to hear about a real moment of iron sharpening iron. All right, let's finish off with two final predictions, more general base here, all right? First things first, we'll give offensive and a defensive MVP for prediction for the scrimmage. Uh, offensive MVP? Uh, when it comes to the running game, I'm going to have to give it to Andrew Paul. Mm. Honestly, okay. Honestly, okay. Um, 
Defensive MVP. Uh, honestly, Janelle or Jonelle, you or Malachi, y'all can really just cut that in half and then, you know, high five and make it one trophy. But to me, that's where I think it's 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 really going to shine because uh, we know what our defense, we know what our front seven is. We know how deadly these guys are. But I think it's, you know, it's the DB room where you're going to really see this jump. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to read about it. If I had to make mine, I think offensively, excuse me, offensively, I think I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy with it. Give me an offensive lineman and give me Tate Rattledge. I think Tate Rattledge has his way. I think, listen, that offensive line is nasty, folks. And, and while it's, you, I'll let you go with the skill position. Man, listen, it starts up front. And, and I think Tate Rattledge is one of the nastier guys on this, on this offensive line. He's been he's been moving people, folks. He's yeah. been moving people. Um, <laughs> but if I had to choose a skill position, though, man, I think it's the the low line fruit. I think Carson Beck has himself a really good day. Uh, you see him pass the ball around. I think he's going to do that, right? I think that's going to happen there. Um, defensively, defensively, give me Tyrion Ingram Dawkins. I think I think he can cause some havoc on that interior. Um, I know you look at Stackhouse. I think Stackhouse and Stackhouse and Logue have been the most consistent. But I think if he gets it together and shows the flashes like I know he can, TID is going to be that dude like easily, yeah. easily. Um, if I had to choose anybody else, give me um, give me. I want to see Taiki have a good fucking day. I do. Right. I want to see right. Taiki have a good day. I, I, listen, Aguero, that boy, that boy is, is nasty. But Tyke yeah, has played his ass off this offseason. And I want to see that kind of get some reward there, too, out of that. Um, final prediction. Who wins the day, offense or defense? Honestly, I'm going to have to go offense. I'm going to actually have to go offense. I do think Carson Beck is going gonna, is gonna to go off, but uh, – I have to go offense with that. I think you're going to see, yet again, ball placement. I think you're going to see some uh, real, real devised schemes that uh, might be a preview for what we do during the season. As much as I would love to say defense, I'm going to go offense as well. And the reason why I say that is because, generally speaking, offense does do well in the first scrimmage. Defense, mm-hmm. defense will catch back up and look better in the second. Uh, I'll throw the statistics there for what you think. Uh, but, no, I think, I mean, offensively, right, that offensive line is going to have its way with anybody. And mm-hmm. if they if they do that against our defensive front, that tells me that they there's no reason for them not to win the fucking Joe Moore Award this year. Finally. I mean, it's, it's baffling still to think. I'm not pissed off. I'm not pissed <laughs> off. I am. You can be I am. Off. The fact that you oh. get nine sacks in 15 games and you don't get the award, what are we looking at, folks? <laughs> it just I just need to know that we're watching the same team. Yeah, ultimately, yeah. But, no, there's our, there's your predictions. Uh, any final hot takes before we wrap this thing up? Uh, hot take? Uh, Cash Jones goes off. Um, You've got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, shout outs to my guy Cash Jones from Brock, Texas. I got think, two Texas boys in that running back room. Shit might get scary. I'm gonna go hot take and give me 
Give me Brock Vandegrift throws for two tutties. Two tuds? I think so. I think it's doable. Okay. I think it's doable. Okay. okay. I think that's my final take for the night. What do you think? Fair enough. Uh, right? Decent. That's a moderate, mild, mild take, maybe. Harry likes, likes it. Aguero, uh, ooh, defensive take, I'll give you one. Okay. And we can get we can end it. Aguero picks off Vandergriff. For pick six or just a pick? No, this might be that pick six. I'll say pick, but it might be a pick six. You know what though? It might be. I, I'm gonna counter with you. I think I think I think Julian Humphrey picks off Stockton for pick six. Ooh. We're raising the stakes here. Hold on, hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on. We got we got a hot take in here. Justin Rett picks off back. Ooh. Ooh. See a, little bit of, see a little bit of smoke there. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, that's what hot takes are for. I mean, listen, that's not a that's not knocking the quarterbacks by any means. I just hope the all. defense has a good day too. I'm just right. As I'd rather throw picks now than in the season. That's leave it there. <laughs> right. Leave it there. Keon, where can people find you, man, if they want to give you a follow? Uh, definitely follow me on Twitter. Uh, be on the lookout. Going to be dropping my uh, prediction rankings for everybody in the SEC. Uh, Going to be dropping some videos with that. Uh, podcast Poppy, one word. Yet again, that's Podcast Poppy, two eyes. Um. But, yeah, definitely follow me. I hold Georgia Bulldog uh, spaces on Twitter. You can see me wreaking a little havoc on the timeline, trolling on an occasion. I don't think people but, understand the fact that uh, all the teams are trash and they got to deal with that. No, they don't. They don't understand it, but they about to see it once this three-peat come through. It's finna go crazy. I'm excited. Uh, I appreciate you for having me, man, yet again. Loved being here. Uh, shout out to everybody that's listening. If you're not already, hit the subscribe button, smack the like button, leave a comment, comment, go dogs. Uh, I'm I'm really glad to be here, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. We creep closer to the season. Obviously, the you know, Saturday will be looking forward to hearing some notes from that. I can't wait till we actually get to see this team on the field and get what it looks like in, in front of our own two eyes, right? But in the meantime, we sit here and we take what we get. And Absolutely. Got to go from there. Uh, also, just do yourself a favor, and you'll understand. Um, do yourself a favor. Go to the go to the website, dgdpodcast.com. You'll see a pop-up. Enter that. Scroll yeah. There. Just do that. Just do that. With that being said, I'm Robert Reynolds, Keon. And with that being said, have a great night. We will catch y'all back Monday to see how this scrimmage went. Y'all have a good one. Go dogs. We'll catch you next time. Go dogs. Headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. 
MyPatriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.